Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. So we updated my computer. We did a bunch of stuff, and things are just going crazy. I don't know what's going on. My audio is weird. Tim can hear it good. I can't hear it good. We don't know. We're just going to roll with it. Um, got a shorter episode today just because it's just not much going on. Um, I do want to touch on some drama that's not on the list that just kind of happened a little bit. And I don't have quite a review yet of Andor, but I did watch um, the first part of the first episode. Um, I've been kind of busy, so I didn't get all the way through it. But um, we're going to get into that. But we're going to hop into our short piles right here, right now, starting with there is a report out right now rumoring that Warner Brothers Discovery and NBC Universal could merge in 2024. A lot of these rumors come from the fact that this Warner Brothers Discovery merger has just been an absolute disaster. Um, from the movies getting canceled, like Batwoman uh, uh, basically just being scrapped because of a, they wanted a tax break because they realized they wouldn't make any the you know enough money to cover the taxes and how much money they spent on it. Um, there's just so much that's happened, and I. I think it's a possibility. I mean, the one rumor is is that Discovery Plus is going to merge into HBO Max and that it's going to be almost Disney Plus-like. I don't know 100% what the details are, but um, do you watch anything? Is there any shows that you would basically be devastated, Tim, that if they didn't show up, like... You know what I mean? There's nothing nothing I can think of. There's no amazing shows on either. Right. No, there's there's nothing that, like I said, that would be. No, well, I, I shouldn't say. Nothing that comes to the top of my mind right now. So if it doesn't come to the top of my mind, then, you know, I won't be de- devastated to watch it. No, or, yeah. Or we'll miss out. Because, I mean, I'm trying to think. I think they, they really have is just the the DC Universe stuff. Which is already on um, HBO Max, which they're not going to get rid of HBO Max. Discovery Plus is going to merge into it, um, and then NBC Universal has Peacock. Now I don't know if they would try and do a merge just to try and compete with Disney Plus. You know, with the rumors becoming closer and closer to reality of a Disney Plus Hulu merger. Um, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think that a merger would be. I don't know if they would even fight it because you got to think Disney's bought Fox. Disney's bought so much. Why would they stop a merger of that level? Um, obviously, we have the CW, which is Warner Brothers backed, but CB- CW is also tied to CBS. So that's the only iffiness I would see with it. Right. Other than that, I think it would benefit everybody because we might get some better content. And NBC Universal, I think they're still Comcast. I'm not sure. But there is the rumor, too, that, you know, Disney wants to buy Universal out. So, I mean, uh, what are you going to do? Right. No, exactly. I mean, we'll just see what happens right now. Like you said, it's kind of rumor or, you know, there's hints of it. But, I mean, nothing happens until it's signed sealed and, and done i mean stuff could happen and it gains traction and then you know they don't like one thing and you know then the whole thing falls apart so i mean how many times have we 
have we seen um how many times have we seen something happen something start even the merger start and then it falls through mm-hmm. yeah no ex- exactly and especially there's so many intricate details in any of these you know network companies or whatnot because it's not just hey you just get this content it's so much stuff you know in it so i mean it's you know you got to go through and make sure everything you know is it is good to go with with the merger not one thing is lacking or you know they they got to come to terms with with everything so like i said i mean we'll see if it if it gains any steam, gets any traction, and see how far, if it does, see how far it, it does go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and there's there's a lot of stuff to to even go through with that because, I mean, you have to look at the logistics. You got to see if people want to lose the apps or do whatever. So, um, right. Exactly. Yeah. And it can get, you know, and if it's got to go through, you know, FTC and all of that stuff. You know, and they got to sign off on it. The companies, hey, yeah, we're good. Hey, we're good. The final step is FTC reviewed. Um, you know, I've been through, well, I shouldn't say I've been through, but in the industry that I work in, they, you know, hey, we'll approve this, but not this, this, and this of, of certain deals and whatnot. So it's like, right. hey, we'll allow this to go through, but this and this, it, you can't do it. So then it's like, do they still want to go through? Do they still want to get that? Do they want to get is that one of the portions that they really wanted or is it something, Oh, we really didn't want that, but you know, we wanted X, Y, and Z, but we had to get this as well. Um, you know, if, with it being a package deal. So, you know, it, it, but both companies could go through and then FTC or government could come in and, you know, kind of say no. Yeah. 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 And I think that's the, that's the kind of crazy thing is there's legitimately, so many there's there's just so much stuff man like when when you break it down in reality there is probably seven different ways the one thing could go so you know i'm i'm always of the idea of hey look if this is going to work for all parties involved go ahead and do it like i'm not sitting here like some people and they're like oh uh, I don't want you guys to do this because guess what? It's going to hurt me. I'm, I don't care. I honestly don't care because I'm not like that. I'm not the kind of person that's kind of like, oh, hey, you know, I think that you guys shouldn't do it because it's going to hurt me. I mean, I get why people do click care, but I mean, do you care? I No, not necessarily. Yeah. So and that's one of those things where you're just kind of like, hey. You know, it it is what it is, and I'm going to just I'm going to handle it the best I can, and I'm not, you know. So uh, fingers crossed. You know, whoever decides to do this, you know, if they do decide to do this, that it goes well because, in reality, it can go horribly wrong. Um, I just hope it doesn't. Um, the next thing we have, I did not actually get to see this, but I heard it was actually hilarious. Um, so Bob Chappick, you know, he's been getting a lot of flack for, you know, he's not he's not Bob Iger. You know, some of it we, Tim and I even, you know, we agree. Some of it seems very kind of childish. 
Um, but there are some truths to what some people's complaints are, so I'm okay with that. But uh, a CNBC reporter called Bob Chappick, Bob Paycheck, live on television. Now, I personally don't think that was a slip of the tongue. I think that's what they probably do call him behind his back and in the back rooms of all these places. And um, I, I don't think anything's going to happen to the person that said it. But, I mean, no, it's... No, because, they, like you said, they could just say, oh, it's a slip of the tongue, you know, even though <laughs> Chappick and Paycheck don't. I mean, the check sounds the same, but one starts with a, uh, you know, a C, the other one with a P, so it's not like, you know, the 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 start of the word or the name, you know, matches up. Because you get people, you know, that success, you know, you get sometimes they say some sex and it's like, oh, you know, they said that on, on TV or, or whatnot. But this one, yeah, I think it's, you know, they were probably joking around, oh, here comes, you know, Bob Paycheck just looking for, you know, to bump up his paycheck or pad his stats, you know, yada, 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 you know, go on with it and, you know, they said it, and it's like, oh, you know, it'd be funny to see people there, uh, like behind the scenes reaction on it. You know, not not just the, because you know, most of the people in front of the camera, they could most of the time keep a pretty good straight face on it. But you know, if you're behind the camera, and know there's nothing on you. It's you know, see everyone like, you know, gasping or like, oh my gosh, you actually said it, or oh. Yeah, the the re yeah. the reaction would be interesting just because of the fact that people people do need to realize. So Bob Chappick has done some good for the company, but they do also need to realize that a lot of these guys who are in corporate positions, Josh Tomorrow may seem like a sweet guy, but he does have an end game. And let's say, for instance, Bob Chappick's end game was retiring at an age where if he gets one more extension on his contract, it'll take him to that age. Well, guess what? He doesn't have to care about anything because if they do let him go early, it's a contract. They pay him out till the end of that contract. So basically, whatever money he makes on this next negotiation, he's going to get paid out and he probably will be a retiring age. And I get why they call him that because, you know, everyone has that, what do they call it? The golden parachute. Disney's well known for that. Basically, executives will disappear, you know. So, you know, I wish the one person who would go away in this whole thing would be um, Walt Disney's granddaughter, who is just a psychopath that goes on a rampage whenever something like this happens, who shouldn't be on the Internet or right. on the news. I mean, if she goes on it, you know, what's it, Abigail Disney, whatever, her hyphenated last name. Um, yeah. I mean, she goes on it with anything that comes up with the Disney, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. And it's like, oh, I didn't, you know, oh, she's still around. Oh, the suit's like, why are we giving her, you know, she really has, the only thing that she has is, you know, the Disney name and the Disney bloodline. Okay, I get it. But, you know, it's not like she was in the company or, or anything like that. Or, um, <clears throat> you know, like Ron Miller was president of the company. And he married, you know, Diane Disney, you know, Walt's daughter, and then he was in the company and whatnot, I mean, uh, on it, and so was, you know, Diane Disney uh, as well. For this one, it's like, oh, here's another 15 minutes of fame, and it's like, as soon as it, it peaks and then goes away, then she waits for the next thing to come about uh, on it, so. 
yeah, it's, it's funny. I see the article pop up, and it's like, oh, my gosh, yep, go figure. Well, and the worst part is, is that she, because I could get it, like, there are relatives who have been on the boards, who have seen what goes on behind the scenes, who do right. know more than we do. Abigail Disney has never been on any of this stuff. She seems like almost a conspiracy theorist that you would see from, like, a person who claimed to be Walt's granddaughter. It wasn't, but she legitimately is Walt's granddaughter and just comes with this crazy stuff. So um, whenever stuff comes out like this, more normal people, you know, saying something about Bob, um, I take note. But, you know, he's probably going to get his stuff renewed and it'll be what it is. Um Holiday day decorations in Super Nintendo World, Guinness World Record holding Christmas tree, and more coming to No Limit Christmas at Universal Studios Japan. Um, uh, one thing I do love, people don't know this about Japan, do you know what the uh, the biggest food item that is consumed in Japan in Christmas? In Christmas? Does it ha- is it a specifically... Is it a specific food item that only like comes out at Christmas, or is it nope. something that's in the parks year round? No, this is in Japan in general. <clears throat> but you said it, you know, that they do it at Christmas. That's what I'm saying. Is it? It's a it's a it's, it's a food available all year round. They all only, year round. it's all available all year round. But it's a tradition for them to have this on Christmas Day. To have it on, I, I have no clue. For some reason, I want to say popcorn because they have all the weird. I shouldn't say weird, all the different popcorn flavors there. Yeah, uh, it is KFC. I don't know how it happened. I know there's a story behind it. Like, I don't know if they pushed hard when they had like a a dip. They created some sort of phenomenon where it's like a huge thing there during Christmas time to have KFC. Um, But uh, I am excited for this because, you know, when they do the holiday decorations and stuff, um, uh, and they're like, you know, they go all out, obviously, but maybe they're going to have something for us when the parks open up here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it would be nice because normally you see it, like you said, starting at one park and then transfer to uh, other parks, whether it be, you know, like the whole, the whole thing yep. or, you know, pieces of it. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see, but. I want to see this. Um, this 2011 Universal Studios Japan has continually held the Guinness World Record for most lights on an artificial Christmas tree. Last but I, I, I think what they do, I think their artificial tree is one of those ones where they have like the LEDs built into the actual tree itself. Like you yeah. know, you can Walmart now where the tips of the tree are lit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's probably that with strands in it, so you're you know yep. you're doubling everything up. Um, on it but it looks like like that's the centerpiece of i mean all of these pictures that i've seen uh, on it that that's well obviously it's a floor record that that's the the centerpiece i mean it, it, it's uh it's a griswold christmas tree <laughs> that's pretty awesome um so we'll look forward to we'll share that when it goes in there then uh, before we go into the parks piles uh, we only have a little bit we have disney world and disneyland news but um, I did want to mention um, that uh, the Andorra show so far, I am barely into it, is beautiful. It is beautiful. The images, the the video, the way that everything they play, 
people are already talking. You're getting into it. And you know, I was worried about it because Andor is already an established character. We've seen what happened to him in Rogue One. It's not a surprise what's going to happen to him. How can they make it interesting? It's five years BBY. So that means we only have five years of Andor. That's all we can get. We already know the first season takes place over a year. The second season takes place over a couple of years. So we know we only get two, three seasons max, probably. Um, but I, uh, it, it, to me personally, it just looks so visually stunning. It fits into the Disney thing. And I'm not, this is spoiling, but they're in the rain in the first part of it. And something about the almost film noir sense of it, it makes you feel like you're in an old timey, like New York style, but you're in space, like an old timey New York style movie. Um, so it's it's one of those things where I just love it. It's amazing. Um, I also wanted to talk about real quick. So I know Tim, you haven't fin- you haven't watched Andor yet, have you? No. Now, did all of those drop all at once, or did they do like three episodes? Okay. Three episodes, first day. So. Okay, and then and then it'll be like one episode each week after that, yep. or yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. yep. It's going to drop every Wednesday and then Thursday is She-Hulk. I think She-Hulk's almost done. Um, and um, speaking of which, we might as well bring it up now. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Netflix is actually taking the approach of some of their shows are going to be weekly releases now. They will – They it looks like they're going to be moving towards the model of doing weekly releases instead of doing the binge method. Um, I don't know if they know something we don't. Um, I do know, um, as Tim and I have discussed before, uh, him and his wife slowly watch Stranger Things. And um, who's uh, Stranger Things? You and your wife. Remember, you slow watched it. Oh yeah, yeah, slow watch. I thought you said we still need to watch. And I no, 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 no. No, you slow <laughs> yeah, no. watched yeah, it and watch it. Yeah, once. A and week I or... and pe- people don't know. So because of the way Netflix is structured, they don't have to give us any information about the viewership. It's some weird thing. I don't know. They don't have to do that. Like, you don't. You don't get to see it. They do, you just tell you, hey, look, it was viewed this many times. But right. unlike unlike cable TV, so here's the problem with cable TV. Let's say, for instance, Tim loves a show. What do we tell you? If you love a show, watch it right away. Because if you watch it right away, even, let's say for Tim goes to bed and his show comes on at ten o'clock, DVR it, put it on at ten o'clock. When you first watch it, that goes for one number. When you DVR record it, that's another number. And then if you have to watch it within a week or it doesn't count towards the viewership. With Netflix, they know, like, look, if we drop three in a row, like they did with um, Andor, they know what kind of viewership they got. So I'm assuming because I think most of the Star Wars shows shows have been two episodes the first day. Maybe they said, hey, look, we got an extra couple episodes for Andor. Let's do it three at once. So I'm I'm cool with that, um, but I think the Netflix they must know because they're they are switching and they I did see um, one of their reality shows is going to weekly releases, and then there was another show that's going to weekly releases. So um, I thought that was kind of cool because I was like you know maybe they're realizing they need to change the model a little bit, um, and then one other thing that we didn't. Get well, and, on here, and, and with that, just touching on the Netflix, and with and with it, with them releasing it weekly, 
they get people tuning in every week and not just tuning in on a Saturday or Sunday or maybe you're off work and binge it all in one day. Yeah, they get one day view of it and then you're off to something else. For this, if you release it weekly, they know they're going to get those tried and true people that like it. Eyeballs on it every week, you know, within probably the first couple of days of it being released, or yep. you know, on the weekend when every you know when people have most most people have more time to watch it, um, and it keeps you know keep, keeps them coming back. Well, the big thing for me that I noticed was that, um, you know, going through everything. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like one thing that could probably promote would be, let's say, for instance, the big thing for me on HBO, I watched the newest episode of of, uh, House of the Dragon or House of Dragon, and it says that recommends this different show afterwards. I guarantee what will probably happen is if they start taking most of their shows to that episode a week model, you're going to end up... um, getting people to watch other shows. So it's going to increase your viewership because yeah. people will be like, well, I normally watch two episodes. I have time for one more. I'm already in Netflix. Cause you know what? I'm not going to lie. If I pull open Peacock and I'm not watching a brand new show, I'm watching something else on there. I'm watching the office. I'm watching parks and rec. I'm watching something. If I watch the newest episode of ink master on paramount, I'm finding something else to watch on paramount. Cause I'm just lazy. I don't want to have to wait for the whole app to load, even though it takes a complete two seconds. Um, you know, I think that's one other thing is, you know, that's the big one. Um, there is one thing. Where was it? Um, there's a new show leaving. Which one is it? A sh- one of the first shows on Netflix. Let me look it up real quick. Um, one of the first shows on Netflix. Oh, what was it called? Hemlock Grove. So Hemlock Grove was one of the first shows that was made by Netflix for Netflix. And it is actually leaving the service. Um, on October 22nd, it's le- it's, it's leaving. Um, that's so it was the second it was the second foray in original programming releasing in between the political comedy drama political drama house of cards the dramedy orange is the new black so is it just like it's just going bye-bye it's not like going anywhere else a different platform it's just hey it's it's gone well they own it so i don't think um let's see well it's one of those things they could you know, maybe the viewership or whatnot is not what it is. So it's like, hey, you know what? You know, yeah, it is nostalgic and everything, but hey, let's let's take it off. Maybe bring it back. How they always bring stuff back for, you know, a couple of years or a couple of months, whatnot. But I mean, why have it take up space? Excuse me, on you know, on the platform if nobody's really watching. I, I mean, it might be that. I, I it, it, it wholeheartedly could be that I just don't know. It's just, it's weird because the article even says they go, because it's um, slash filmcast. It's, it's a great website to follow if you guys haven't. 
Um, they do have a great podcast. They watch movies. But what they said was they're basically making uh, – Netflix has been pushing for more original content to go in the opposite direction of HBO Max, which HBO Max has been um, – because like House of House of the Dragon is on HBO, so there's no exclusive content to HBO Max. Really, they have um, Station. Was it Station Nine? Um, I can't remember the one. There's the one. There's a couple of them that are not even really exclusive. But what they're saying is, is HBO was going to the the direction of not doing as much original content for HBO Max alone with this merger going on, but Netflix said they're doing more of it. So I don't know if they're just preparing. I guess they, they said they put it in print. So they actually had DVDs of it, but now you can't find them because they're out of print. So maybe they're going to put them back into print. So if you want to watch it, you can't get it. So make sure you binge watch it. Um, I wasn't a big, big fan of it, but um, uh, one of the scars guards was in it. So I know that um, it was good. I think maybe it was bill. I can't remember, but I didn't watch it. So, uh, let us know what you think. Um, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash FOMOcast Gaming. We're going to go into the Disney Resorts pile, starting off with Walt Disney World with Breakfast returning to Crystal Palace with Winnie the Pooh characters next month at Magic Kingdom. Um, along the same thing, you see um, Walt Disney World removes COVID-19 warning from website. Um, I've seen a lot more, um, Tim probably remembers, on the internet, you used to see a lot of Peter Pan um, making jokes with with uh, uh, people walking through the park, um, the Mad Hatter, um, Alice. They would, you know, if they saw someone wearing good cosplay, they would kind of have banter. They're, they're very um, intelligent people. I will say when I was at Disney World, the Wicked Stepsisters were hilarious. And when they would interact with you, they were very fun and funny. And they would try and make you laugh. And they were, you know, and I, that kind of went away with COVID because they didn't want you to be close. And then I've seen more videos lately of influencers interacting. Um, there's one guy who goes to Disney World and all the cast members know him because he always goes in different cosplay. So he's a guy, uh, but he'll wear like, like he did a Wendy Darling cosplay one time where it was just the outfit was the blue colors and it was a certain thing. And like one time, I think he was wearing a feather in his cap. And Peter's getting jealous. He's like, I want that feather. Or he was dressed like Captain Hook. And Peter interacted with him. So um, you see more of these influencers seeing more of this stuff. So I assumed more of these characters would start coming back to the breakfasts. Um, I know um, the big buffet one they had been coming back to in Disneyland. But it is kind of hit and miss. You know, it hasn't been as busy, but... Rumor is it's going to be getting busier and busier. So fingers crossed for that. Um, dozens of real bats spotted flying around Adventureland Frontierland Breezeway during Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Um, they had that same problem. In, they had that same problem in Disneyland too, I think. Right. Well, and I mean, I mean, I can see it more so in um, Disney World. Because Wait, hold on, Tim. Tim, pause it real quick. Your mic just cut out like crazy when you sat back. Dude, it's we'll do this live. <laughs> Stay it's right the there. Cord. Stay right there. So <laughs> no, Tim's gonna continue his thought, but it's it's the cord. Whether I yeah. sit up or stand back. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, on I can see it more so at uh, Disney World because of the humidity, and then you get the bugs and everything. So the bats, you know, are are gonna come out. And, 
I mean, it's just a, an IP management strategy. Not to say that Disneyland, Disney World releases the bats and just saying, you know, hey, if there's bugs there, bats are going to come. But the weird thing is, I haven't really seen, you don't, it's not like it's reported a lot of seeing bats there. You know, normally it's the cats um, or, you know, the the wildlife there in Florida, whether it be um, a gator or a snake or yeah, something like that. Or something like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, bats are very distinct. That's the thing about them is when they fly out, they actually drop. Yeah, I did pest control for 10 years and the way they come out. That's what scares a lot of people because they just kind of fall out from where they're at. So you got to think Adventureland has a lot of thatch roof style roofs, a lot of places for them to hide and crawl into. Um, I've seen markings of them before in different places. I didn't look for that when I was in Disney World, which, mind you, Tim says you don't see it. But in reality, why would you be looking for bats? You're looking for alligators. You're looking for other random stuff like that. And that's what you're looking for. Right. No, exactly. I mean, it's just something, you know, like I said, that you don't don't see, don't hear of that much because, you know, most time you're looking for, for something else. And they're nocturnal as well. So obviously they're only going to come out at night, but they're probably not going to come out in, you know, highly populated areas. And they do a good job. Disney World does a good job with their uh, uh, bug control as well. So there's really not that many bugs around, which is what they eat. But it is kind of cool to see it on not so scary Halloween party. Just you right. know, right? No, that uh, that is. Yeah, um, Golden Oak homeowners selling homes for insane promises. More wealthy fans want to live at Walt Disney World. That is now. Um, I want to say since I'm on TikTok a lot, um, the number one thing I see is Disney influencers who um, basically move to the parks, get a job either at the parks or somewhere very close by, and they spend every day, dollar, everything they do is Disney-related. Um, I do know there's one website, literally, this, this couple, all they do is they, they relay the sights and sounds of Disney, and they walk around with basically a GoPro on them, and they're live. Um, I did get to see Oogie Boogie's bash at california adventure that way and i'm not gonna lie um it makes me want to go i i saw um some just really cool stuff that you would never see especially the candy thing and the one thing that's crazy though is i feel like disney world there's just so many people doing the same thing over and over and over again where um like there's one in turl and in, in um disneyland there's justin scared and he's really popular. Everyone knows him. But he also goes to Florida every once in a while. Well, his girlfriend, fiance, I'm not sure. She had a surgery. Couldn't do much. Well, she they 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 gave you the aspect. They still wanted to go. She still wanted to go. Guess what they did? They did all the candy lines. And you know what? My kid was watching that nonstop. He didn't care about the candy. He was looking at all the different stuff. And... It was just really cool to see the different aspects. So these influencers are starting to go in there. For those who don't know, Golden Oak is like the rich. It's the rich, like Disney Springs type of thing, where isn't it? It's it's like it's it's yeah, very it's close. A community like how down you know in 
uh, down by Disneyland, well, not Disneyland, Palm Springs, they're doing the Cortina. It's yes. essentially the same thing, but um, it's a lot closer to Disney World, just the resort in general. Yes. Um, actually, it might be even in the resort. I'm not sure how they have it. I, I think it technically but, is in the boundaries of the resort because of they have like a square that has like a fountain that's Disney themed. And yeah. I think they only allow that on park property kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, looking at it, I mean, these, I mean, it's multi-million dollar homes, even the cheapest one. It's not like, oh, hey, I can get in there for cheap. I mean, you can, no. but you're still, pay, it's going to be in the millions of dollars. And they're saying, you know, several, and people are, who have sold their homes are making millions of dollars on their home, millions of dollars profit. Um, you know, they're saying that several homes sold between 125 and 200% of what it costs to build. You know, homes feature Disney touches that are customized by the owner to fit their lifestyle. Um, and if people, you know, you're getting an influx of people, maybe from California going over there or these different areas that, hey, you know, what? Yep. cost of living is cheaper over there. Maybe not necessarily in the Golden Oak, but for those people that are going to Golden Oak, it can be cheaper their cost of living on what they're used to like if they're in the california area um, or in in california so it's you know kind of advantageous for the homeowners there um that they want to sell um now wasn't 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 that the one that had that house that was for sale that was like um wasn't it? It was something crazy. Like it was for sale for like 18 million, but people were like, Oh, if you get this one, it's legitimately like, um, what is it? It's, yeah, I have it had, it had like 10 rooms. So you legitimately oh, could yeah. have rented it out. Like, right. I don't know. And here's the thing. So don't quote me on it, but there are a lot of places that are themed like Disney esque type stuff that have now started, um, restricting, basically saying look you can't create an airbnb in our property it's just a new thing they do and it's one of yeah, those things that, that are trying to protect the, the community cities and counties are not allowing it um, as well so it's like you can't get you know being you can't go in on a house and hey let's do this airbnb you know we use it a couple times a year that we want to go um, or my family wants to go, your family wants to go, and the other times it's Airbnb and it pay and it pays for it. Yeah, because um, you're getting a lot of people that were doing that. You could say no parties, no this, no that, whatever it is. But you know, if you know, uh, you live three, four hours away, and the house is down by Disneyland or whatnot, there's you can't be there all the time or it's not like hey I, I have another house in the next town over or whatever and can be there if there's any complaints like yeah no i'm i'm hours away so i know a lot of people don't like that because they come in their neighborhood and not necessarily trash it but you get you don't get the same person there all the time so they're not going to take as much care of it if you just have people coming in and out mm -hmm. there's down the cost of the houses you know, everything in the neighborhood but that one house that you were talking about, um, it was eight thousand square foot mansion. Mansion was originally listed for sixteen million, but nothing happened until it got knocked down to twelve million, and then it finally sold um, on it. But it's yeah, so it was a two story mansion and it was part of the Four Seasons 
private residence within Walt Disney World's private residential community. Six bedrooms, nine bathrooms, two kitchens, four suites. <laughs> yeah, it, it was crazy. And, and, and everything was, you know, plenty of Disney-inspired touches. Right, yeah. No, it was, it was not... Um, it was a very elaborate facility. Um, like, legitimately, when I saw it, I was kind of like, man, this is like... Um, like it's the dream come true for anyone who wants to be an influencer or even just, you know, a person in general who wants to live by the parks and can afford it. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And it almost looks like that. This whole golden Oaks is, I don't know if it's a four seasons private resident. This is four seasons private residence at golden Oak. That's, that's interesting that it's it might be something within the actual facility because i know there are some places like that that have like an interior exclusive place right instead of being like a penthouse in the hotel room they actually have uh you know for how much you want to pay you could get it's not necessarily a hotel it's an actual house but it's multi right right exactly so i mean that's you know that is an option for people. Some people do like, you know, that kind of stuff where they want to have you know, some extra privacy, I guess, then you could do that. You know, that, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I am not one of those people, so, um, you can take it, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not one of those. I'm sorry. I just don't, uh, I would rather spend my money in other ways. Let's just say that. Um, right. Yeah. Um, next thing we got on our list is the last one from Disney World Pile, which is a viral video, um, shows, uh, reportedly shows a family trying to attempt to sneak their child into the Magic Kingdom using an infant car seat. Um, I saw the photos. It was a little confusing because it was just so rapid fire what was so going on. The, so you didn't see the, you didn't see the TikTok video? I did not. I saw legitimately the actual like photos of everything. Right. Yeah. Now, so it's uh, it's. Just, I mean, obviously, you know, at the end of the day, they were trying to sneak the kid in. So right. Th- you know, that's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, and then so I started reading the comments on it. Before I get to that, you know, it was a kid that they had a stroller with the car seat. Um, it looked like that it was it was two females, um, younger females, uh, probably in I'd say mid twenty, I'd say, um, with the kid in the stroller, and the way that they had it is the kid was in a car seat. Uh, okay. But they had a blanket draped around it where you couldn't see like where the feet would go. Well, what they did is she was way too big for the car seat, and her feet like. Her, her legs were hanging down outside the car seat, like her, like where your knees been would be uh-huh. at the end of the car seat. So they put a blanket <laughs> on that. So the kid looks like, oh, hey, it should be in the car seat, but was way too big. They put the blanket on the end of the car seat on the stroller uh, and basically had like the flap or the sunshade up and like told her just to chill in there. And you can see she's like kind of like her head's like all the way at the top. Um, 
on it, has a blanket <laughs> on it, so you can't see the seats. You could just see her maybe from like the chest or stomach up, um, push them in. And so people are recording it, them going through the turnstiles. Somebody noticed it, not a cast member, goes through the turnstiles. And then you see like the guys like pretend or the person is pretending to record. Um, I don't know if it's girlfriend or whatever. But he's not recording her. He's just using her and recording over his shoulder. Oh, uh, yeah. And legitimately, in the middle of, like, Main Street, takes her up, picks her up, takes the blanket off, sets her down. And she's probably, I'd say, maybe four or five years old um, on it. Jesus. Uh, maybe could be older and children three and older are free. But after that, you got to pay for it. Um, and picks her up, sets her down, and she could walk. You know, walk finding it and, and everything with it. And they put the the blanket back in the stroller, and uh, you know, away they go. And like I said, it's not to stereotype or whatnot, but it was younger females that were doing it. It's almost like, um, hey, is this the new TikTok trend? See if you could sneak it in. You know, oh. how, how a lot of the younger kids are doing the dumb things for their 15 minutes of fame. Yes. Like, you know, at the end of Space Mountain where the one girl goes up and, um, you know, in that fake dining room area or, you know, people are doing, yes. oh, hey, here's how you get a free shirt or something like that. Yes. Um, on doing it. But you could see that, you know, at the end of the day, what they were doing was wrong on how they went about and did it. But then, so back to my comments, looking at the comments, there's people that were commenting, yeah, I used to be a cast member. This happened, you know don't want to say all the time but happens more so than you think we're just told to not you know basically not do anything with it because then how do you you know go about and ask them hey how old are they you know let me see their birth trip they don't they don't have an id or anything it's you're probably getting some you know discriminatory law or hipaa law uh, or whatever. Oh, they're anything. gonna claim they're gonna claim something yeah so um and it's like you know what it's just easier just to let them through because I'm sure it's not like 10 people a day that are doing it. You know, it's probably one here, one there. Um, but this one, they just happened to get, I guess they didn't get caught, but they got put on you know, social media and it, it went viral. So, but like I said, they, they know better. They're trying to hide something. Um, and just the way like their demeanor and whatnot in the video is they don't care and when they're taking the kid out it almost looks like haha we you know we got away with it Let's we we gained the system yeah ex exactly and that's the problem i have now is all these viral trends it's basically oh i gained the system i gained the system i gained this i gained that and you know you're not really gaining the system because guess what happens is Let's say, for instance, you I go there now. Basically, my time in and time out is going to take forever because they're going to think that I'm trying to pull a fast one like you did, and I I'm not. I'm legitimately just here having fun, and right. now they're going to sit there and investigate me more than they probably should have. But you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I'm going to just deal with it because. Um, you know, you guys decided that this is what you were going to do. Yeah, but... I, just, I just hope it doesn't become a trend and then it puts the cast members in an awkward situation or Disney's going to change a policy and be like, oh, now we're going to need 
somehow like proof or something. It, uh, I, I, they're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna start forcing people to pull people pull kids out of the, the the car seat, and that shouldn't be something you have to do. But because of stuff like this, and now or, yeah, or like trust, said, oh, can you can you move the blanket or can you you know basically prove that the kid is jammed in the car seat? It's like, okay, no, go go get. Why are you hiding this? Go get a ticket. I mean, because technically, there's probably plenty of instances where you're going to be like, they'll be like, oh, no, that's not going to happen. And all they have to do is go, um, excuse me, it has happened as evidenced by this right here. And that's the problem is, is too many people, uh, you know, I, I, I may be naive. I may be, um, you know, you know, a little, you know, ignorant to some things. And not know, but I mean, obviously, if someone says, oh, you can't do this because of this, guess what? I guarantee somebody has tried to do it, and that's the problem. Or if your kid's, you know, four years old, you say, oh, hey, tell, you know, tell them, tell them you're three, you know, so we, so we can get in. But yep. you're not putting them, jamming them in a car seat and trying to hide it, um, you know, because, I mean, even, you know, three-year-old could walk or you can put them like an umbrella stroller or, or something like that um because you know they're not going to make it through the park the whole day but no to blatantly hide it like that and then hey yeah it was bad taste. but that's the typical thing that you should expect from us talking about florida stuff because it seems like no matter what we do we cannot escape the dumb Florida news. It's legitimately been every single week, at least one story. And nine times out of 10, if Tim and I record on a Thursday, we hear seven to eight more stories. Now, um, Connor did tell us, look, you know, it's probably because social media is attracting more news to it. Cause I know that some people do want to be that person that gets the breaking news on, Hey, look, this person did this. Or, you know, they, they want to be the first one. Oh, so yeah. I get that. No, I, so they yeah. do report a lot more of it, but. Right. No, I 100% get that. Um, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to say the least. And um, I do say I don't condone any of this. I do feel like anyone who does any of this kind of stuff should be, you know, not ban- maybe banned maybe banned i will say i'm 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 on the edge with it right now just well, because you know i mean you could ban them it doesn't have to i mean a ban can be for a month you know for 30 days or something like that it's, you know it doesn't need to be a lifetime or something like that but something to let them know that this is not right this is wrong and you're being punished for your action you know you do something bad at work mm-hmm. you know you get reprimanded, you get, you know, you get punished, you run a red light, you get a ticket or you get in an accident, you know, you, you, you get punished. And now with everyone, you know, holding everyone accountable, especially in the Disney community, or it's like, oh, wait, no, don't do that. You're going to ruin it for us. You're going to ruin it for us. And they go, oh, whatever. Well, you're just jealous that I'm doing it and you're not. And then, you know, it could be a month or two later, it could be a year later. It's like, and guess what? Now, now it's ruined. I can't do this anymore because of that. Or what they say is, you know, like with the shirts, they used to tell you, hey, you know, uh, well, here, here's a shirt. Don't, you know, you have to wear it. And now it's like, nope, we're going to take you to, you have two options. I will take you to the store and you can buy a shirt. Or if you don't want to buy a shirt, 
then we're going to take you See you later. You have to leave. Well, so-and-so got a shirt. Yeah, I guess things change. Things do change, and that's the thing is I tell people all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to a lot of people. I feel like if you take advantage, you're going to regret it. And I personally think that, you know, you need to pay the consequences. It's, it's not... It's not something that people should take lightly because, like like Tim said, there's so many things that people do in the parks that are so good. And right now they're being overshadowed by these negative um, interactions people are having because guess what? Sometimes people are having a bad day and this little interaction you may have with them is going to make them even, you know, maybe it ruins their day more Then they're going to go complain guess what Disney doesn't want to do? Disney does not want to deal with someone complaining about something like uh, something stupid like this. Because, I mean, I'm not going to lie, it is stupid. The whole thing is absolutely dumb. And guess what? We have to deal with it because, uh, you know, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. It's it's something something that I, you know, it, it's, it's always going to be there because... I mean, how many times have we talked about? Well, I mean, Florida legitimately, I think we've done Florida stories at least every single week for the past almost year. Oh, yeah. At least. Well, and, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, you know, it's a bigger area. You have the four parks, you have a couple um, water parks, you got a big, you know, uh, entertainment disney springs area or in california you have two parks and a small disney you know downtown disney area so i get it like you know like connor said i think that you know and especially with everybody uh with their cameras it's more uh, relevant uh or is more relevant it's quicker to it because they want to be the one to get it um, and get it to go viral which hey i get it you know whatever um but yeah, I don't, but, you know, Florida is interesting. Florida is interesting, to say the well, least. What, and What do they say? Google your your birth date. Or and Florida birth, man. Or birthday and Florida man. Not your birth date. The, you know, the month and the day and Florida man. And I did that. Very interesting to see what pops up on it. <laughs> it's so, I mean it's, nothing, you know, against Floridians or anything like that, you know. Connor, you're you know, good person, good man, but oh man, you know, and they can say the same thing about California. I'm sure if I Google my birth date in California, man, we'll see who <laughs> who wins. True, so, true. I mean it's it's a high possibility that it's not gonna be a uh, good look on us either, but right. um we're going to finish this off with the Disneyland pile. Um, the biggest news has been that Magic Band Plus is coming to Disney this fall with uh, ba- Batu Bounty Hunters and more. Now, this is the band to get in, correct? Yeah, it's yeah, it's just uh, yeah, Magic Band, just like the ones they have at Walt Disney World. It's funny, everyone was so mad. Another thing that wasn't announced at D23's Magic Band, even though they said that they were coming by the end of the year. It's like, okay, we're uh, halfway through September. October, November, December, you got three more months. And now it says coming this fall. 
fall starts as we're recording this tomorrow. So you got like a couple months to roll this out, but you would think that would be a huge thing coming to um, with especially um, all the the arguments for and against it coming to Disneyland mm-hmm. uh, on it. And now, hey, it's coming, but then there was nothing. Like, hey, you only got a couple more months before it's the end of it. What's what's going on? So, I mean, all it is is going to put everything's on your phone right now. It's just going to be instead of using your phone for touch stuff or whatnot, you're going to be using your band. So it's just like having an Apple Watch. Well, and it's another it's another selling point too because people are like, look, you know, it's a selling point. They're gonna they're gonna buy those those bands oh yeah well you're you're gonna buy the bands and then you're gonna get all the the accessories to go with the bands when i say accessories you know whether it's stickers to go on it or the actual band designs and whatnot so yeah or whatever i'm i'm fine with it it don't matter the only thing that stinks is, is i wish it would have um like I, you know, I wear an iWatch, so you know, on it is like a watch. You know, it has a time, time face on it. You can customize it, whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if I wear my iWatch and I wear that, I got two bands. So I'm wearing one on each wrist, two on one wrist. Where it's like, hey, at least if it had, you know, tell me something where it could tell the time on it, you know, or have a digital clock. It, it's run on battery anyways. If you just had it just tell the time. You know, it, it's not like it's going to take up that much. Well, they do. They do have um, uh, a Etsy thing sells one that is uh, you can actually turn it into your watch, turn it into that. Right. But I mean, you got to go through. Th- I mean, it's great that they have it. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's. I, mean, I don't care. I'll just wear two of them. Or you know, if you can turn. Your eye watches do it, which I'm sure you can. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, we'll hopefully. Um, I mean, I hope it goes successful because that just means more stuff coming here. So you know, it's right. positive. Um, new world of Wakanda collection arrives at Disney's California Adventure. They're bringing a lot of stuff. They're pushing that part of the park really, 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 really hard. Um, right. They do have the pumpkin spice donuts at Lamplight Lounge at Disney's California Adventure for Halloween time. Um, Donald Duck candy corn sipper arrives at Disneyland Resort for 1979. Oh, it's kind of nice. And this is my favorite. They have found a loophole to get the Hulk into the parks. And what they did is the Hulk meet and greet is him in the infinity war outfit for jumping through time so basically you're only seeing his eyes a little bit that's all you can see the rest of it is in a suit yeah yeah that's how they how i was explaining it on how they did it uh because like i said i don't know that aspect of it um because i don't watch any of those movies or whatnot but yeah that's how he was in it like i said if you were walking by and like, you know, the whole, whether it's like, you know, the old school Lou Ferrigno one or, you know, or these newer ones, well, people will probably know the newer ones. It's mm-hmm. not like he's very recognizable. You know, you just be like, oh, hey, that school looks like a, you know, a bigger character over there um, because he's not 
green and out there were like, oh, hey, that's the Hulk. Let's go go over there. Or it could be, you know, anything uh, on it. And this is coming from me, who I would have, like, if I saw him walking through the park or off in the distance, be like, who's that? What's that? I don't know what that is. But if I saw him, like, green and, like I said, with a ripped off shirt and tattered pants, it's like, oh, hey, that's the Hulk. But in his the giddy-up that he's wearing, I would, you know, have no clue what, what he was. And it wasn't until D23 when they zoomed in on his face. And I'm like, oh, okay, now I can see that it's... Yeah, they even have... It's almost like it's steamy in his, uh, his, his mask. Oh, really? Yes. Like, oh. um, when you look into it, it's like it has, like, steam in there. And like you can legit tell, like, oh, okay, this is this is different. Um, I right. do like the way they're doing it. I do like how they're setting this up for um, uh, future stuff because this is a, a very interesting loophole. It's not something we normally see for, you know what I mean? It's right. yeah, it's different. Yeah. No. Exactly. Well, and it's it's good that they could use it to bring him to Avengers Campus. Yeah, that's that is also something like you're like, oh yeah, it's um, it's something different. It's it's not anything we've seen before. Because, like I said, they're trying to skirt the the very difficult area of like, oh yeah, we can't use cult. For those that don't know. He is licensed to uh, Universal, so basically you can't use him for anything um, technically for a while. I mean, I don't even know when they actually get... I'm trying to think when they do get them, because it does expire, and I know that they've done this thing where they're like, oh, hey, we're going to... Uh, basically keep a hold of it. All they have to do is use him in some capacity. I know that they started doing this thing where um, if Universal lets them use him, like for, um, uh, whatchamacallit, for the movies, then you get that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, I like it. I like it. Right. Yeah, all it says I can see is, you know, when does Disney get the rights to the Hulk is uh, Disney will regain distribution rights to the character in June 2023. At which point Marvel Studios will be able to begin production on a Hulk movie that Disney themselves would distribute. Yep. Yeah, so in June 2008, 15-year period indicates Disney will regain distribution rights to the character. Yeah. So after June so there you have it. 15 years, so this upcoming June. This upcoming June. Um, and lastly, I am excited for this. Um, so have you gotten an email from Disney Plus yet? No. I got an, em- an email. They are sending me a, a box worth $150 as a thank you for being a Disney Plus subscriber. I wonder... Um... Did you have to be a uh, Founders Club or whatnot on it? It, it might have been. I don't know. Because, yeah, I'm not a 
uh, I didn't get in. So it, sa- it says right here, it says, claim your Disney Dropbox filled with approximately $150 worth of merch. It's our way of saying thank you for continuing to be the best part of our story. Must redeem before the third April, September 30th. I claimed it, and they gave you an option. You could do adventure, fantasy, or surprise me. Hmm. Disney Plus. Yeah. And it's from Disney Plus. Disney Plus offers mystery gift box for subscribers who renew for another year. Oh, because yours ends this year, right? Yep. Yeah. So I bet you that's what it was. This place last for another year. Before December 31st, 2022. Oh, so it's probably, yeah. So I bet you yours, because I don't know when mine expires. That's oh, right, because. Well, it's and it's annual subscriptions. I don't even know if I'm monthly or annually, to be 100%. So really? Annual. Well, yeah, well I'm going to sign up for another year, because I know what they'll do is I'll probably get an email when it runs up, it's supposed to run up in November. They're probably going to be like, oh, hey, do you want to sign back up? Why, yes, I do. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if, like I said, I don't know if I'm monthly or annually to be 100%. So, yeah. So I, I thought that, that was cool. I, I, annually and get a box. I, I saw the article for it and I was like, wait, is that me? And sure enough, it was. Nice. Yeah. So, well, that's all for us this week. Um, a technical difficulties yet again, this time on Tim's end. But we're going to leave it in so you can feel our struggle because this is what we do. This is how we entertain you. So um, I want to thank everyone who comes through, everyone who listens. Um, Mr. Stranger, Mr. J, um, Connor from ConCon's Cantina. Um, Hopefully um, he is going to be around soon. So I'll be able to see him and we'll have some fun in... um, Disneyland, uh, fingers crossed, because I am stoked to go to Batu. I have not gone yet. I have not had the, um, the, the I haven't been lucky enough to do that. So um, let's uh, let's thank everyone. You know, it's greatly appreciated. I'm getting a little brain farty because I'm tired. I gotta go put the kid to bed right now. So um thank you guys all for listening make sure you go to our uh links at linktree l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash fomocast gaming for the fomocast i'm chris and i'm tim and we will see you guys next time <laughs>